Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Welcome to the Christianpreneurs Podcast, where we share messages of hope that will inspire, encourage, and empower Christian entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Sandra Gabriel, and if you'll remember, in our last two podcasts, we were talking about God doing a new thing in our lives, and we're talking about vision, and how many of you know that when we are following God's vision, oftentimes our current situation doesn't look anywhere near the vision that we have in our hearts. In fact, it could look pretty hopeless. The vision is so big, and we look at our bank accounts, for example, and it's dry, and it's barren, and you think to yourself, How can I possibly reach this vision with these means? But God's word says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the desert and rivers in the wilderness. Today we're going to dive deeper into what it takes to walk in the new thing that God has for us and to survive our wilderness. When God is doing a new thing in our lives, there is definitely a part that we have to play. It's not about just sitting back and letting the blessing fall on us. We have to earn it and show God that we're worthy. So one of the first things that we need to do is embrace the wilderness. How many of you know that when you're going through difficult times or when you can't move beyond where you are, that you're actually in the wilderness? And how many of you know that God will put you in or allow you to enter the wilderness because you need to grow and stretch in certain areas of your life before he can pour out the blessing he has for you? Think about people who sign up to join the army. They're not thrown into the battlefield the next day. They need to go through a series of training and exercises so that they can be prepared for what they are about to face in the battlefield. When you accept Christ into your life, you are literally signing up to join God's army of warriors, and you will be attacked. You'll be attacked by people who mistreat you, people who disrespect you, maybe your kids start acting crazy, people are lying to you, maybe you get sick, maybe you lose an opportunity. At that point, even your own mind starts to play tricks on you, and you start to get feelings of unworthiness or like you're not enough. So I'm gonna tell you some things that you need to do to fight back, but the first thing you need to know is that it's not your fight. Think of it like a hostage situation. You see the movies, you have the bad guy and you have the good guy, and let's say the good guy has a wife or a daughter, and the bad guy kidnaps the wife or the daughter in an effort to get the good guy to do something. So it's pretty similar where the enemy holds us hostage because God doesn't like to see us hostage to the enemy's lies and his pains. And so the enemy would like us to curse God and turn away. If you read Job, you know what I'm talking about. He wants us to curse God and turn away. But we have to know that this is not our fight. We are not to fight back the person who is attacking us. Instead, we need to turn to God. Romans 12:19 says, Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine and I will repay, says the Lord. Or you can turn to Exodus 14, 14, where the Lord says, I will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. And there's Jeremiah 1, 19 that says, They will fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you. For I am with you, says the Lord, to deliver you. The next thing you need to do is pray for your attackers. Philippians 4, verse 6 says, Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. Give it to God and he will handle it for you. Think about when you were on the schoolyard or when you were younger, if you have a younger sister or a younger brother and somebody's bothering you, maybe a cousin or something, what did you do? 
if you didn't fight back, you went and you told your mom or your dad or whoever was watching you that day. You take it to the authority who has the power to do something about it. When we look at Matthew 5 verse 44, it says, But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use and persecute you. Now I'm going to encourage you to have a look at Psalms 91 verse 1 to 16. It's pretty long to read here, but you're going to see all about how God protects us and looks after us and how he covers us and takes power over those who try to come after us. Your next step is to stay in God's word. Let's have a look at Matthew 4 verse 1 that shows us that even Jesus was sent into the wilderness. And by verse 4 we see that he answered the devil. When, he, when the devil tried to tell him to turn the stone into bread because he was hungry, he said, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. When you're in the wilderness, it becomes so tempting to give over to sin. We get hungry, we get tired, we're vulnerable, we're frustrated, and we're super tempted to turn to sin because that's where we might find some relief. Or so we might think. Sure, it would be easy to cheat somebody and steal their money. It would be easy to lie about your products and your services so that people buy in and now you're selling lots of it and making a lot of money, but they're not getting what they want. And suddenly you're skipping town to go to another city and do it all over again. But God doesn't like ugly. You have to know that he knows your pain and he understands your pain. And this is why he left us his word. In Psalm 119 verse 11, it says, Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. And when we have God's word in our heart, trust me, you cannot step to the left or to the right without consulting with his word. The next thing you need to do is embrace your identity in Christ. Why? Because 2 Corinthians verse 5, uh, 17 says, If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, you might be asking, how do I? embrace my identity in Christ. Like I mentioned in the first podcast of a new thing, you need to renew your mind. And how do you renew your mind? Start by clearing out the junk. Forget about the negative things that anybody told you. Forget about the negative things that have happened to you. Forget about the hurtful things and the painful things that people put you through. And remember Philippians 3, 13 to 14 that says, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. There's also Romans 12 verse 2 which says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And if you're wondering about how to renew your mind, we spoke about this in the last podcast as well. How you renew your mind is you are living and breathing in God's word. But more on that a little later on. Your next tool in walking through a new thing is to trust and obey. Trust that God knows your needs and he knows your vision because it's God himself that put that vision on your heart. Proverbs 3 verse 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Mm. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> when it comes to obedience, I know it could be a little more challenging when it comes to the faith-based relationship. How can you adhere to the commands of someone that you neither see or are able to touch? However, Deuteronomy 11 verse 26 to 27 says, Behold, I set before you today a blessing, 
and a curse. The blessing, if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today. There you have it. The next piece of advice in walking into this new thing is about putting on the new man. So you might be tempted to lie about your services, but in that moment, you're gonna put on the new man. The new man that says, I'm not a liar. The new man that says, I know the commandment that says not to lie. And in that moment, you're gonna speak truth. Colossians 3.10 tells us to put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge, according to the image of him who created him. Now, I don't know if you remember me talking about the Matthew Henry commentary. This is a book that I reference whenever I'm studying the Bible and I want to go deeper. I reference the Matthew Henry and I checked out Matthew Henry on Colossians 3.10 and it says this. Those who have put on the new man must put on all its deeds. Not only espouse, which means to adopt or support good principles, but act them in good conversation. The new man is said to be renewed in knowledge because an ignorant soul cannot be a good soul. Without knowledge, the heart cannot be good. And you can read about that in Proverbs 19 verse 2. The grace of God works upon the will and affections by renewing the understanding. Light is the first thing in new creation. Isn't that powerful? You can also look at Ephesians 4 verse 17 to 18, which says that you should no longer underline no longer if you're reading along with me no longer walk as the rest of the gentiles walk in the futility of their mind having their understanding darkened being alienated from the life of god because of the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart putting on the new man also means that you develop a new lifestyle and that you walk in it daily because how many of us know that we are going to be presented with the opportunity to backslide every day. We'll adopt new diets and new habits and new behaviors and new exercise routines and new systems and processes, especially in our business. And these things are all good. But the problem comes when we begin to fall back into the old ways that weren't benefiting us at all. If you look at Ephesians 4, verse 22 to 24, it says that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed, you knew I was going to say it, in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Putting on the new man also refers to your praise life. So if God is doing a new thing in your life, and he's creating rivers in your desert, or sometimes he's creating a desert in your river, a la Moses and the Israelites, because Sometimes we're drowning and we could use some dry land to stand on. Amen. And if he is fighting your enemies and blocking attacks, most of them you don't even know about. Doesn't he deserve some praise? Second Samuel 22 verse 49 and 50 says, He delivers me from my enemies. You also lift me up above those who rise against me. You have delivered me from the violent man. Therefore, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the Gentiles and sing praises to your name. You want another one? Here it is. 2 Samuel 22 verse 4. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. You want another one? Okay, here we go. Psalms 50 verse 15. Call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. Glorify him. You want one more? Okay, here it is. Psalm 138 verse 3. In the day when I cried out, you answered me. 
and made me bold with strength in my soul. That's our podcast for today, but as always, I don't want to leave you without taking some action towards building your brand. So you can reach out to me if you are struggling with anything, if you need prayer for something, if you need guidance on any area of your business, you can send me an email to thechristianpreneursco at gmail.com. You can also meet me in the Christianpreneurs group on Facebook and we can continue the conversation there. Just look up for the post on this episode and we'll start chatting in the comments. If you're new to the podcast, I invite you to visit our website at christianpreneurs.co where you can sign up to receive updates on these new episodes and resources that I only share by email. So sign up today at christianpreneurs.co for free. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just look up for the profile with my smiling face before you hit follow or to be sure, visit christianpreneurs.co and you'll find all of our social media links there. Last but not least, if you enjoyed today's episode, please don't hesitate to subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your fellow Christianpreneurs. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you next time, and have a wonderful and blessed day.